the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. And we are joined by none other than Lord Conrad Black. Lord Black, welcome back to America First. Thank you, Sebastian. Let me, uh, play, let me play for you a cut I heard from CNN earlier today on my friend's radio show um, from Dana Bash, uh, ensconced in the corporate media uh, headquarters, talking to one of President Trump's lawyers, John Lauro. Uh, you've written a, a lengthy piece for the New York Sun on the newest indictment from Jack Smith. Here is President Trump's attorney, or one of them, uh, explaining... The problem with the accusations. Cut 13. Like what? I mean, where do I even start? Tell me. Asking the Arizona speaker to interfere with ascertaining Arizona's electors. The Justice Department. Asking is speech. But any, but any alleged, is speech. But any alleged, any alleged, (laughs) almost all alleged criminal activity has to do with using words and his speech. And that's. That's listen. What you don't, you, no, you, what this you, is obviously the no, defense what, that you're going to use, and it will be fascinating to see how it no, works out but, in a court of law. I want to no, move on but, to another to no, another issue. No, no, and I got to tell you though. But but you make an interesting point because you're saying that asking is action. No, asking is aspirational. Asking is not action. It's core free speech. The press should be defending free speech okay. in this case. Let's talk about something else that you repeatedly said. Speech. Clearly, Dana Lash did not want to continue discuss. Dana Bash did not want to continue discussing that point. But how perverse is it, Lord Black, as the former head of one of the world's biggest media conglomerates, to have a host on a national cable channel um, try and argue that free speech should be criminalized? Well, it is it is perverse and and it is dangerous, but that is the corner that these Trump haters have backed themselves into. And in in fairness to them, they've been um, conducted to that position by the United States government and by its abuse of the of its of its lawful raison d'etre of uh, administering and executing the laws fairly uh, because because the Justice Department has transmogrified into uh, an arm of the Dirty Tricks Division of the Democratic National Committee, and and they're trying to play upon uh, this widespread dislike of Trump as a, as a man who's seen by many to be boorish and a bully and a, a, a man who took every corner on, on two wheels when, when he was uh, in the private sector, uh, and, and, and uh, portray him as a monster and virtually a gangster, a thug, a person who it is known 
It is notorious public knowledge that he is a thug and a gangster, and therefore anything that he does is apt to be a crime. So we'll, we'll just overlook the fact, the inconvenient fact that you just mentioned, that what he is being charged with is indeed a legitimate exercise of the constitutionally guaranteed right of all Americans to free expression. Uh, and, and in addition to that, he did have a legitimate grievance about the changes to the voting and vote counting procedures prior to the last presidential election. So, And, and I, the, his counsel, who was on the air trying to make himself heard, I saw when he was being respectfully treated by another interviewer on another network, said that they were going to relitigate the entire uh, list of their legitimate yes. grievances on the 2020 election, people would be summoned under criminal subpoena and have to explain the consequences uh, of 40 million harvested unverifiable ballots in an election where 50,000 votes flipped, Trump would have won. And, and that is his complaint, and it's been stifled by the courts and by the media. And now, the, it, it, when they, if they ever get to trial with this clunker of a case they have, uh, that is going to come out. And and it's not going to be easy to ignore it. Well, look, uh, this is a, a crucial point, so let, let, let's dissect this a little bit further. Uh, we're talking to Lord Conrad Black. The website is Conrad M. Black. He is the co-host of the podcast Scholars in Sense with Victor Davis Hanson and Bill Bennett. A new episode just dropped on Friday. Please subscribe and listen to it, and you can follow him at Conrad Black on Twitter. This is, the, the, the court, the case will not be televised. We, we know that it won't be televised, but, but nevertheless... It is a platform um, upon which the grievances of 2020 may be aired. We, we know this is a, a judge who looks on President Trump inimically, but but she won't be able to block everything. And it goes to my hypothesis that I'd like to test with you, that the left has become radicalized. The, the, the Democrat Party of today could not envisage having a, a JFK or a Scoop Jackson amongst its ranks today. It truly has become an extremist party. But, but my, my, my question is, are they less than <laughs> intelligent? Because it seems to me like a, a hugely um, potential own goal that driven by your hatred of the 45th president, you're giving him not just a national, but a global platform to actually litigate that which he didn't have a chance to litigate after 2020. It doesn't seem very strategic, Lord Black. I agree. I think it is uh, tactically mistaken. And what I don't understand, I, I honestly have no idea how this comes to pass, but they claim to want Trump as an opponent, and yet they are trying to destroy him. And, and and now I know there is this theory that they're so diabolically clever that, <laughs> that they think that in attacking him as they are, it will cause the Republican Party to rally behind him, and therefore they will have the opponent they want. But what I, the trouble with that one is I don't think they are that smart, by the way. If they, no. if they were, we wouldn't have Biden as president. They would have found someone better than that, But and Harris as vice president. But, but I, 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 the problem with it is, in in persecuting this man, they are going to make him more popular, not just to the Republicans, who like him anyway, most of them, but but to the to the voters as a whole. And and because Trump is clearly being persecuted, and as time goes by, this will become more and more obvious as the case 
as the cases are examined in a little more objectivity <clears throat> and and uh, and that's going to accrue to his benefit electorally and i i i think you know i think they have a, they have a real problem here because at the same time the difficulties of the biden family are are becoming harder and harder to keep under the under the rug and and uh you know the old line about people living in glass houses now my own view and we've discussed this in previous programs is that they they're going to push biden out they can't do it now they can't push him out of office because they don't want harris as the president but they're going to push him out they can't run this guy again uh, and so they're so so will they primary him before the election I, I think I think to take a phrase from the Watergate era, uh, a long row of limousines, except <laughs> that they're not used anymore because they're gas guzzlers. But you know, a long row of cars will arrive at the White House carrying the powers that be in the Democratic Party, and they'll say, "Look, you, 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 you phrase it any way you want, uh, but you, you can't run again. You know, you can blame it on the doctors, more time with your family, whatever you want, but it, it won't fly." And 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 Joe will take the hint, but. Uh, I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful. The president will take the hint, and uh, and and then they'll try and bring in a new candidate. Newsom is the favorite, although he, he's no prize candidate after what he's done in California. And, and uh, but they'll just pretend that this gong show with Biden and Harris didn't happen. But it, it's a hard road they've chosen for themselves. And all the time, uh, the, the, Trump is going to campaign against the spurious and obvious uh, shortcomings of of this political indictorama they've thrown at him. Uh, by the way, I, 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 if the book of criminal, the code of criminal procedure in the United States is anything like what it is in countries where, where I know about, in, in theory, I'm, I, I am actually a lawyer. I haven't practiced for a long time, but in the civil law jurisdiction of French Canada. But the, the, the codes always provide a great deal of dilatory exceptions and, and the whole process of making motions and appealing the decision yes. on motions, in my opinion, is going to push all of these things past the election. Which I don't think they're trying any of this stuff prior to the election. Well, and, and which makes it all the more peculiar that they waited two and a half years to bring the charges, and then Jack Smith gives a press conference for about two minutes, after which he takes no questions, and he says, we are in a great rush. We have to try this case rapidly. In that case, why did you wait for two and a half years? You know uh, President Trump. You've negotiated with President Trump. Uh, I, for one, am uh, annoyed. I'm angry that Chris Christie even brings up uh, Abbott and Costello because I I love uh, Abbott and Costello. But why is the establishment Republican Party, the the likes of this individual, uh, find it okay to attack the 45th president and then to call him stupid. I'm sure you know that he's not stupid having you know, negotiated with him. And then perhaps most telling of all, his assault and his ridicule of, of the man who was his butler in the White House, who works for him now at Mar-a-Lago, and who's now facing more than 300 years in prison. I, well, I think it's a disgraceful performance by Christie, and I think his entire so-called campaign is a disgrace. It's just sour grapes. He 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 was the most egregious bootlicker in the Trump entourage of anybody uh, in in 2016. And then when he, for reasons that are speculated about, wasn't rewarded with any preferments from the president as, when he became president, uh, he uh, apostatized and is now the 
loudest and, and most tasteless of the Trump accusers. I mean, I find former Congressman Hurd and former Governor Hutchison obnoxious. I, I, you know, they're little people mm. of, of trivial accomplishments compared to what Trump is a semi-self-made billionaire and an undoubted television star and a person who put together a miraculous formula for being elected president and was a good president uh, compared to him, who are they? But Christie was, you know, had, what, a 9% approval rating when he left as governor, though I think he was a good governor for most of his two terms. Uh, he he, sque- he squeezed out of that Bridgegate business in dubious circumstances, and at the not lie in his mouth to make allegations of dishonesty or stupidity against anyone, yeah. particularly since he is so ludicrous. He's a, he, he, I don't want to harp on anyone's physical characteristics, but he is an absurd, overweight man mouthing implausible and extreme allegations against someone in, in a way that, that is, is clangorously inappropriate. If he has a, a problem with Trump on the issues, he should say it. If he really thinks that Trump is an inferior character, he, he should say it, but say it in, in civilized terminology, not with, with an attempt to uh, to scrape the barrel of, of uh, sort of schoolyard or back alley uh, expletives. I mean, yeah. it's it, it, disgraceful performance. Uh, you mentioned the, the liability that, that Biden has become. Uh, the, the, the press, the digitation, the permutations, the, the terpsichore that the Democrats are having to go through to defend him based upon what we've heard coming out in the various uh, Hunter um, revelations are typified by this interview between um, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, and Jamie Raskin, the congressman of Maryland, where he actually admits something, I think, without realizing it. Cut nine, play cut. I think they've been very honest and open about it, but there's nothing else there. I mean, the Republicans haven't found anything else there. If there were, I'd be very happy to ask questions about it. But Well, the payments to the family members. Well, what does that mean, the the payments payments to the the family family members? As far as I know, Hunter Biden made a bunch of business deals which is lawful, mm-hmm. which a lot of family members have done, Republican, Democrat, you know, uh, other political mm-hmm. families, they've done the same thing. And he had, a, you know, the money diverted into... The fact that they're saying, yes, the money was diverted to various family members from these foreign corporations, um, can they just get away with saying that and saying that that's not a crime and it has nothing to do with who their father was, Lord Black? Uh, look, I, I have been one of those who's always said that if the Bidens are smart enough to take, to get some saps to give them money just for access to Joe Biden, as long as U.S. government policy is not altered in respect of the receipt of those uh, of those payments, it's, it's as far as I can see, it's legal. But the president lied about it, and he's got a lot hanging out in terms of his credibility, and it's distasteful. And it's shabby, but I don't see the illegality. What I pointed out in the piece you kindly mentioned in the New York Sun that was posted yesterday that I wrote, uh, Victor Sorkin, the prosecutor that Joe Biden boasted of having fired, 
has stated, and, and, and it's right there in the Internet, anyone in the world can see it, that he was fired because of Biden's intervention, and he was fired because he was investigating Burisma, not the Bidens, but he was going to get to the Bidens, and they wanted the whole thing shut down before it did get to them, and that's why he was fired. And he is saying that U.S. the, the threat of withholding U.S. government aid was made unilaterally by the vice president to spare his son and himself and his family the embarrassment of their corruption in Ukraine being exposed. Now, if that's true, those are not only grounds for impeachment, but for removal from office. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.